Life Happens with Ayanda Ali Payne. Weekdays 1 to 3 p.m. Indeed, it does. Welcome back and thank you so much for staying with us. You do good and we talk about it here on Life Happens. It's another Do Good Donderdag and we have a Do Gooder in studio with us. It is Take a Girl Child to Work Day today. Is your office full of girls? If so, give us a call. Let us know. Tell us what you've been up to. Tell us how you've exposed these young ones to the working world. You're more than welcome to get in touch with us via WhatsApp. Our number there is 614 You can send us text or voice notes via that number. If you'd like to give us a call in studio, we're on 0891-104-207. At SAFM Radio is where you can find us on Twitter. And the hashtag is SAFM Life Happens. Uh, this initiative, you'll remember, I mean, I remember it started years back and uh, everyone was so excited about it. It was aimed at broadening young girls' horizons in South Africa and helping them to explore a myriad of career opportunities from which they were previously excluded. It's regarded as uh, one of South Africa's largest collaborative acts of volunteerism which has helped more than a million girls. Well, this year, the campaign has a brand new shining example for the girls. She's the first African female commercial pilot in South Africa And when she's not busy flourishing, she's flying airplanes for South African Airways as a senior first officer on the Airbus 340. Welcome to the show, Ambassador for the Take a Girl Child to Workday campaign, Asnath Mahaba. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. I mean, it's so exciting. Not only because I'm thinking, I wonder if she'll give me like free uh, tickets. (laughs) (laughs) But also because I think this is one... This is one sector where we we still have yet to make inroads. Firstly, as Africans, and I'm talking about the race. Secondly, as women, because of barriers like costs, you know, to getting your your license, because of people's lack of exposure to the industry. Mm -hmm. Tell us very briefly about your own journey and how you made it. Oh, I grew up uh, in a small village in Limpopo, in Amatala, and... uh, both my parents were teachers and unfortunately I lost my mother at the age of just before I turned 13 years mm. old and that same year that's when I found out that I wanted to become a pilot that's when I, fas- I got fascinated about the whole idea of becoming a pilot so um, and you can imagine that time I mean it was in the 90s early 90s oh. and I didn't know anyone in the industry but I was in boarding school at the time, so we'd catch, during school holidays, we'd catch taxis from the boarding school through town, and then you catch another one to go home. Uh-huh. And that, for me, was an opportunity to go in the shops where I, they were selling magazines, books, yeah, and yeah. that sort of thing. And I would buy magazines about flying, and that's how I basically... It just fascinated you. It just fascinated me, yeah. Because growing up, I mean, you'd hear, you know, um, you know, the bellows of, uh, you know, the, the engine or whatever. I don't know. You'd hear the sound of uh, an airplane or a hel- helicopter. Yeah. And we were told, good, it's going to bring you sweets. Yes, or it's going to bring a baby, etc. <laughs> so that's about where it ended. We'd yes. always wave, hello, airplane, yeah, 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 sweet, yeah, you know. Yeah. And, and for me, so there's the fascination and then there's actively doing something yeah. about it. Yeah. So when did you make that decision to say, you know what, this is more than just a fascination for me. I think this might just be my career. Well, um, with my background, uh, I also come from that background where we thought aeroplanes could bring us sweets and babies and <laughs> yeah, things yeah. like that. So I never actually got to see an aeroplane close by. Yeah. 
And then I found out while I was here in Joburg at my aunt's house that the neighbor was a pilot. That was just after, you know, 1992, 93, when, mm. uh, when, you know, people of color were allowed to move into the suburbs. And to me, it was like, oh, okay, so pilots are actually real people. They're human beings. They're human beings. They live amongst us. And I thought, if a normal human being can do this, surely I can do this. And that's where it all started. Do you see what's important here is that through, I suppose, a series of events, one of them serendipitous, that the neighbor was a pilot, that kind of exposure is what we're talking about when we say take a girl child to work. Because when that child sees something outside of their normal, Mm -hmm. you know, ladies wearing pencil skirts, typing away furiously at computers, uh, ladies being being bosses, you know, skyscrapers and windows that have aerial view of the city. When they see that, it almost gives them permission to dream for themselves. Yeah, it it gives you that permission to dream bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Because if, if you're not exposed... How else are you going to dream bigger? Mm. How else are you are you going to be expected to become anything, you know, um, exceptional in your life? If I can mm. put it that way, yeah. Because you don't know what you, you don't, don't know, know what you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. Mm. So, which begs the question? You know, there have been a lot of innovations in that regard. You know, whether we're talking about the curriculum in school, whether yeah. we're talking about organisations that come through through their CSI, you name it. Is uh, the Take a Girl Child to Work Day as an initiative still relevant? I believe so. I mean, yeah. I gave a speech this morning at LC, and one of, if you do a research, it will show that uh, around the world, women still make less than 6% of airline pilots. Mm. The whole world, I'm not just talking South Africa. Less than 6%. <laughs> less than 6%. So <laughs> We still have a long way to go. Yes. So this this initiatives for me uh, what what Celsi is doing it's 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 very 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 important mm. for these young girls for us to be able to talk to them for us to be able to expose them to you know um what they can achieve mm. is very important we need to be able to exp- to give them the same opportunities that we're giving the the boys yeah. you know to perform on the same stage as the boys you mm. know because they have proven that they can they are also capable of you know Mm. achieving the same goals if i can put it that way i'm glad you mentioned the boys because that's possibly uh, the number one criticism that people (laughs) have against take a girl child uh, to work day they'll say what about the boys what about the ones who are wasting away at street corners smoking yalbe because they have no initiatives that groom them and those who are previously disadvantaged those who are uh, young boys of color who are just as segregated as the girls some may argue Mm -hmm. what would your response be well, I don't disagree with that. The fact that we have our boys in the streets yeah. who who don't know where to go. But the fact of the matter is the number of girls who, you know, we don't even make a quarter of the men of color who are holding certain positions mm. in this country. I'll give you an example. At SAA, for example, the 65 of us uh, Africans at SAA, out of the 65, only six are women. So you see, so so the scale is nowhere near being balanced. Yeah, yeah. So as much as we're having the boy child who's lost in the streets, which is it's it's a sad thing mm-hmm. that needs to be addressed. But the girls, it's it's worse for the girls at the, at this point in time. Mm. It's it's still nothing has actually changed. Not much has changed. Mm. So that that's where we are sitting. So it's not that we don't acknowledge that the boy child is lost, but we are saying, 
nothing it it has actually not moved for the for the girl child mm. you see so that's what that's where we are sitting as a country yeah then there's the added burden of biology of that biology that's the it. girls exactly. falling pregnant or, yeah. or and they're having to look after and these and, kids, and, yeah. and i mean in this day and age where we're still talking about girls missing school because they're on their period exactly those yeah. are it's it's yeah. it's they add on top of what they are going through mm-hmm. this is an additional burden for for the girl child mm-hmm. so it's not that we don't we don't acknowledge that boys are facing problems it's just that women are facing even bigger problems yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a fact let's talk a little bit now about the program itself so you have this day it's wonderful kids go out they mm-hmm. meet dynamic women mm-hmm. and, and other people captains of industry thought mm-hmm. leaders you name it mm-hmm. after the lunch has been had and the speeches are made and the high fives what happens? What sustainability is there or what follow through is there for this young girl who's now seen a whole new world? Okay. So what, um, well, I feel honored actually to be part of Celsi Girl Take It, uh, take it Out, Take Girl Child to Work. Mm. Because what Celsi has done is that now they've developed, you know, a platform where people can sign up, where girls, even boys, not just girls, even boys, can sign up and become part of this program of Take a Girl Child to Work. Okay. Yes, Celsi has done that. www.celsi.co.za. So you can go there and actually sign up and become part of the program where you can give, I think for an example, you can get, you can, you are able to download it, like a CV. Uh, there's programs there where psychologists are advising. There's a whole lot of things that Celsi has now done. Mm-hmm. So it's no longer a one-day thing. Yeah. It's now a 365 days. Very thing important that that Celsi has done. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm I, I'm very privileged to be part of an organization that has done something like this because in the past we know we talk to them for one day and then yeah we'll talk to them next year again. You know, and that's <laughs> the problem. So now they have questions or they need to understand something, something more or they need a mentor. And no one is available. No one is available. Exactly. You know, no one yes. is available. Let's talk about some of the partnerships that you've been able to garner. And I don't know if this is your area of expertise because I know that you're more um, uh, in an ambassadorial position. So maybe mm-hmm. this is more discussions for, for the corporate side of things. But where you can advise, maybe it would be nice if you can contribute to this discussion. Because this has been regarded as um, one of Africa's or South Africa's leading collaborative acts of volunteerism, which means many companies are involved mm-hmm. in partnering mm-hmm. with this. So as an initiative, are you now looking to sustain? Maybe just say, you know, we, we've got enough partners. We're happy with our partners. We just now need to make sure that they continue to sign up and do this every year. Or are you in a position where you want to scale and you're saying the more the merrier, we're still looking for people uh, who are going to open their doors for these girls. We want to broaden our horizons to other parts of the continent. Where are you as an initiative? We're looking for more partners. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I don't think at this stage we can say we have enough. Mm. You know, um, so the more partners we can get, the better. And th- and this is where once we start addressing this issue, and we are making a difference, it will then give us a chance to now maybe go and then ad- start addressing the boy child mm. themselves. Because mm. if we don't have everyone coming on board and saying, "I'll," you know, "Let me give a hand." You know, it might not be mandatory. It may be something like this where they come and just see what you're doing. 
Right. It will spark something. Maybe it might spark something. You know, time. You know. One of our greatest assets. One of our greatest commodities. Just spending some time with this youngster exactly. might exactly. just be a catalyst for yes. change in their yes. lives that yes. will affect them uh, for the rest of their lives. We have got a WhatsApp message that's just come through. I'm just going to try and turn around a little bit so I can read it. And this is from Dr. Phil Mahuma, specialist family physician and university lecturer, who says, "Hi, Ayanda. Not today, but uh, I recently took." my 12-year-old girl and 10-year-old boy to work was exciting for my class, the kids and extended family when I later shared. My kids commented that my class, fifth-year medical students, was rowdy, (laughs) (laughs) but that I managed to discipline them. See, that for me is so important. I mean, I I once said to a friend of mine, I said, when you have a child whose father is maybe a CEO and this child tags along Mm -hmm. to play golf with the dad or, or go and goes and sees uh, boardroom dynamics etc that child has been groomed yes. inadvertently that child knows yeah. how to network yes. how to hold your yeah. own in a boardroom yeah. unlike our children many times who have never even seen where we work yeah. you know and then you expect them to just arise from nowhere and be great That's so true. it's very important to take it's our very kids important. i mean i when though my mother passed on when we were very young but this examples that she said you know my mother studied a lot during school holidays, we would travel. I mean, we would drive all the way from Amatlala to go to Sun City. I mean, I remember when yes. I was in Standard 2. What is Standard 2? Grade 4. Mm. <laughs> Taking pictures in Sun City. Wow. So that's what she did. And those, you know, at the time, you don't understand. You're just thinking you're traveling. But those are the examples. Just simple things like that. Mm. That gives one exposure. I mean, I had a guy, a, a gentleman who mentored me without telling me that he was mentoring me. Yeah. He would just take me everywhere. Wherever mm. you thought it was important to take me, you just, <laughs> I'll take along with him. Yeah. But he knew that I wanted to become a pilot. So he just thought it's critical for, for him to introduce me to whatever he thought was important you for see, me that's, to know. That's sowing the seed yes. and then watering it exactly. constantly, exactly. constantly. I mean, I remember the last time when, when he started expecting me to call him, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was already like in SAA. So then he stopped. Then yeah. I'm the one who was now, how are you, yeah. like, you know, but... Yeah. All along, he would call. How are you? Where are you? How Where are, are you, you flying doing? to now? Where are you? you know, and, and, and he did that for a good, man, a good 15, 16 years. Beautiful. He did that. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I see the lines flashing. I see another WhatsApp message coming through. We'll take some of your comments in just a moment. Stay with us. Across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. All right, we have about a minute, so we're not able to take the calls, but I'll read one or two WhatsApp messages coming through. Sorry about that. Uh, Mas Chaba from Dobsonville saying, Hi, says Ayanda, I teach at school and uh, my niece tags along with me. I think that's very important. And then Sam in Bulogwana says, I remember somebody influential suggesting that university pass mark for girls uh, must be reduced so that they can pass the core subjects like chemistry, engineering, accounting, etc. What is your guest's views about that, Sam? in Bulugwane. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm trying to be nice. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll let you answer that. Where well, do you begin? Where do I even begin because girls are not stupid. Yeah, they're not even capable, hey? You know, we're capable of achieving on par, on if not par, better. If not better yeah, sometimes. I agree. I mean, I so, agree with you. 
So it's not in the reducing so of the I class have no now. idea yeah. who thought this was a good idea. Yeah, yeah. No. I agree. I think no. it's not about reducing the pass mark as Mm-mm. opposed to it being exposing the kids to yes. the, the opportunities and increasing their capacity That's to apply true. themselves, yeah. right? Yeah. Very quickly, how do we get involved? How do people get the information that they need if they'd like to participate? Okay, they can go on to www.selcgirl.co.za. Awesome. Thank you very much. I wasn't joking about the free flight. No? <laughs> <laughs> Just by the way, thank you so much for your time, Ambassador. No, thank you for having me. <laughs> for the Take a Girl Child to Work Day campaign, Asnath Mahaba. Much appreciated. Thank you so much. The little ones are also participating today. They want to tell us that when they start working and they earn a million rand, here's what they would do with it.